you guys have your New Year's resolution. Happy New Year! Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Will Santana, and... I'm Mike Russo, and misery loves company. Sorry I had to be you. Alright, Mike, man, it's uh, it's New Year's, man. Uh, you got any New Year's resolutions? No, I never do. And if I do, do make them, and if I do make them, I break them about a week later, so I don't make resolutions anymore. How yeah. about you? Nah, I haven't done them since I was a, like a teenager, man. Just like you, I, I don't follow that stuff. Don't, the one I need to follow is I need to start eating healthier and I need to start working out. I need to lose a little bit of weight, man. Me, me too, but that shouldn't have to be a resolution. That should just be something you do for yourself. Yeah, man. I, I have a bad habit of eating fried food, man. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm addicted to fried food me too. And, I, and I love soda. Me too. <laughs> soda is my crack. I need it. Yeah, McDonald's French fries are my crack. If those didn't <laughs> if those didn't exist, I think I'd be a lot healthier. Oh man. <laughs> hey Mike, man, this is our first episode um where we get to review from watching on Disney Plus. I know this is like New Year's for everybody else, but we record these in advance, so it was a lot of fun and a lot easier and a lot different for me. Right, me too. Um I know I've mentioned it in the past. I watch these things twice, once just for the enjoyment factor of it, to just take the episode in, mm-hmm. and the second time to just sit there and pause it and to go back and look at it and to take notes. And taking notes when I can play Disney Plus on my phone and go back and forth and just sit there at a table and not have to watch it on TV is so convenient. Yeah, man. Uh, it made it so easy, so convenient, you know, the quality was so much better because it was DVD quality. Uh, it, it just was a blast for me, man. You know? Yeah, for people like us who are doing this as like, you know, a, a side project, as like a hobby even, you know, it's so helpful. It's oh, like yeah. a tool. It's like a tool almost, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I really appreciate having it at my fingertips on my phone like that. And the, you know what? The interface on Disney Plus on my phone is really fast. Yeah, it is on mine too, man. And I I only have an iPhone 7, but it's still it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure we're boring you guys because Disney Plus at this point is a month and a half old, so we won't dwell on it any longer. Um, but yeah, this is the first one we're doing when we're not having to go off of a DVD anymore. And it's nice. Oh, yeah. No but, more uh, switching discs. <laughs> so, Mike, man, let's go ahead and do it. Before we get into the review, let's do a year in recap of Darkwing. Yes, this has been an interesting year for Darkwing Duck. Um, not a lot of merchandise. Actually, well, really, there hasn't been much merchandise at all if you don't go to Disney Parks, honestly. Yeah. What what has come out from Disney Parks? Um, well, We had the three pins. Uh, all three of them were limited edition exclusive pins. Like, you had were, to really get them or go eBay. Weren't they all Disneyland? They were all – one, two were Disneyland, one was Disney World and Disneyland. Oh yeah, yeah. the the first the one that was Disney World Disneyland was the one that had Naked Duck and Darkwing on it, the Capcom looking version, the NES oh, those one. Are cool. Yeah, uh, the second one that had the heart and said like I love gaming was Disneyland only, and then the Morgana one was Disneyland only. Right, right. And speaking of the Morgana one, let's just do a. I know it's a month and a half later, but let's do a quick shout out to Jonathan Beltran who was able to get those pins for me and you. Yeah, man, that was, that's a lot of love right there for somebody to get both of us a pin, you know? Yeah, we thank you for that. Again, it's like, you know, we're a little late, you know, comparatively speaking with the 
when this episode drops. But thank mm-hmm. you for the pins, Jonathan. Yeah, I really appreciate it, man. I'm a huge Morgana fan, and it, 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 I did not expect that, you know, at all. So Right. No, it's it, cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not much in the way of merchandise. Unfortunately, Funko did not do a third wave of action figures this year, mm-hmm. and that's a shame because they did it last year and the year before, and I was really hoping they'd do it again. But I don't think they sold very well. The first wave was on clearance for a long time, and the second wave came and went so fast, I mm-hmm. barely saw it. So I don't think those were very strong sellers, so I think those are done, unfortunately. And we haven't gotten any more pops since the Mega Vault one. Yeah. Negaduck was, was re-released, but that barely counts. It's a re-release. Yeah, it's a re-release. But aside from merchandise, though, a few cool things did happen. Mm-hmm. Um. Earlier in the year, back in March, there was a 90s night at Disneyland where they lit up the castle and they played different Disney afternoon theme songs. They actually got Jim to record a line as Darkwing for that. Oh, that's and, awesome. And Darkwing was meeting at Disneyland that night. He has, oh, not, been cool. at, he has not been at Disney World in years, but he's, he's shown up at Disneyland periodically. And um, I guess the, the, the biggest Darkwing news of the year... Definitely one of it was when he showed up on DuckTales, uh, the Duck oh, Knight yeah. Returns. That was huge. That was um, very huge. And uh, the the last episode, too, of the season. And the Moonvasion one. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, after the Duck Knight Returns, Darkwing was trending for a while after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was Ted Stones because he voiced the security guard. So he got his name out there, too. So Darkwing Duck, you know, made the news a while back in May. And then things, you know... Got pretty busy later this year. Darkwing Duck, the series, showed up on iTunes and Google Play. Not Amazon, though. Yeah, uh, or Voodoo. iTunes, I, I definitely thought it was a fair deal. What was it, like 20 bucks for all episodes? Something like that, 25, yeah. 25 bucks, I think, for all the episodes. Google Play, I don't know how the... I don't know what they were thinking. They have it listed where you could only buy it by individual episode. It's like two ninety nine an episode. You cannot oh, buy... Same thing with uh, YouTube as well. Okay, yeah, man. Uh, well, Google owns YouTube, so they oh, probably, I, yeah, okay. yeah. So that it, makes it's, sense. Yeah, it's kind of weird. You can't buy a season, you can't buy a volume, nothing. It's like just per episode. So I don't know how they screwed that up. Oh, and oh. one last thing, um, Mike, uh, uh, kind of backtracking here. Uh, you mentioned the Ducktales. Remember, we got a sneak peek of Steelbeak too at the end of the Ducktales. Oh right, yeah, and of course, back in July, we found out. Uh, Goslin's coming back. Uh, Taurus Bulb is coming back next year. The episodes were supposed to, uh, season three was supposed to start this year, but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So um, we're getting some Darkwing goodness on DuckTales next uh, next year in 2020. But um, the Goslin <laughs> thing was for announced D23, right? No, Comic-Con. Comic- oh, San Diego Comic-Con. That's right. Yes. Okay. Comic-Con. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course... What really overshadowed the iTunes and Google uh, thing was definitely Disney Plus, Darkwing being on that. Mm-hmm. And of course, not just Darkwing, almost the complete Disney afternoon. That's, that was huge. So it's been, you know, not much in the way of merchandise, but it's still been a pretty big year for Darkwing. He was trending for a while. Uh, he and, was um, number two all of social media and number one for Disney Plus when he was trending, man. That's big. Right. It was big. And like I said, back when we did our Flash Quack on Disney+, Plus, I predict big things next year for Darkwing. You know, fingers crossed. Mm-hmm. I hope, I hope, I hope. And um, we'll yeah. see what happens. Don't want to make yeah. any predictions yet, but we'll see yeah. what happens. Yeah, you better not jinx it, Mike, or yeah, me and you going to have some problems here. <laughs> Knock on wood. 
<laughs> um. All right. So yeah, that was uh, 2019 for Darkwing Duck. Was yeah. fun. And uh, we have an episode to do. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get into Bearskin Thug. Ready to go camping, Will? Yeah, man. Uh, this was a. This was a, I remembered this one on Disney Afternoon I, I, when it first aired. I, this was one of the few episodes I got lucky on to catch when it was airing. Uh, when it first aired, I didn't have to wait for my cousin Ivan uh, tapes. That's what I call them, the Ivan tapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was lucky on this one. Um, it's a fun episode. Uh, it's a little different. You know, it's more of a Drake and Goss and outdoorsy. But I, I I like these type of episodes because it, it gets you away from the typical. It's not the same thing over and over, you know. It's up until the last act, this episode's a sitcom. Yeah, it's a definitely a sitcom. It's fun, you know. Do I prefer these episodes all the time? Of course not. But I did like this one. It's good. Uh, I can't speak for you, um, but Mike, let's go ahead and um, tell us the production and air date. Okay, so this one ended the third week of Disney Afternoon shows for that year. Uh, so it aired Friday, September 27th, 1991, and it was 26th in production order. Hmm. Um, our story editor was Tad. Hey, and Tad. he also, hey, Tad, he also <laughs> wrote this one along with a writer named Pat Corcoran. Um, this writer doesn't really have much in the way of credits. The only other major thing this person wrote was another Darkwing episode called A Duck by Any Other Name, which we're getting to a while from now. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, doesn't really have any other writing credits, like one or two minor things, but that was really it. And um, since once I realized how much Tad had to do with this episode, I actually reached out to him and asked him if he had anything notable to tell me about this episode. Because mm-hmm. um, I was curious. You know, this is a very different episode. It's very light on the superhero stuff, and it's basically Drake and Gaz, and it's a camping show. Like every show does a camping show. And I wanted to know, like, I wanted to have some of his input. And basically, Tad told me this was basically an experimental episode episode for him. And, oh, he wanted, okay. and he wanted to give it the feeling of an old Donald Duck short. And I do know exactly what he's talking about because yeah. there is a 1938 Donald Duck short called Good Scouts, where it's Donald Duck out in the wilderness with Huey, Dewey, and Louie. And this episode definitely has that feel through some of it, too. Yeah, so it definitely see, does. I see what he was trying to do, and it definitely is an experiment. I'll give him that. But I think it's an experiment that worked. Although yeah. t- although Tad himself said it's kind of funny that he wrote this one considering all he kept telling the writers was to make sure you get Darkwing out there on the forefront because that's what people want to see, the guy in the cape. Mm-hmm. So he thinks it's funny that he, it was him who came up with this episode. <laughs> now, where real it's quick, mostly Mike. Drake through the whole thing. Real quick, my, I'm going to get you completely off subject here. Real quick, what's your favorite summer camp movie? You can't say Friday the 13th. Go. I don't think I have any favorite summer camp movies. No. Oh, man. Nothing, I, up, top, nothing up top of my head. Okay. Well, mine is a, a movie called The Pig's Tale. You probably never heard of it. I grew up watching The Parent Trap, and there's lots of summer camp in that one at the beginning, but I don't really <laughs> think that counts. Oh, okay. I mean, it might, but no, I didn't really – I didn't. Yeah, I can't think of one. Okay. All right. Well, let's get back on the topic. Who Who's our animator? Sun Woo. Sun Woo. Okay. Sun Woo's always solid. They're decent. 
Yeah, there's nothing that jumps out at me in this episode specifically. There's but, one um, thing that did for me. One thing. We'll get to it, though. Okay, mention it when we get there. Okay. Um, otherwise, this is their usual work. Nothing bad, though. It's mm-hmm. late enough in production where the characters look okay. And it's it's typical Sun Wu. It's nothing terrible. And I'm fine okay. with it. Yeah, I've noticed every time we got Sun Wu, they, it's pretty decent. No really complaints to me. But there's always, like, one scene I'm like, hey, that looks dope, you know? Yeah, Sun Wu has that habit. <laughs> I'll catch you off guard with something good. Yeah. All right, so let's start here. We get some um, Goslin and Honker hanging out yeah. in Goslin's bedroom. Eating Fruit Loops. Or it looks re- like Fruit Loops. <laughs> it looks like Fruit Loops. And <laughs> reading the Sunday newspaper. Yeah. Now, I want to ask you, Will, mm-hmm. did you do that as a kid, reading uh, the Sunday funnies? Yeah, I always read the comics. Um, I, of course, I read the sports. Uh, that's about it. So I was pretty much just like Goslin on this, man. The comics, uh, I pretty much read all the comics. I didn't care which one it was. I read I wanna, them all. I want to ask you, though, what was your favorite Sunday comic? Uh, I got to go with Beetle Bailey, man. I was That that dude was hilarious to me, man. You know. <laughs> I'm uh, going with Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin Hobbes, that's one of my favorites, too. That's up there, yeah. I love Calvin and Hobbes. Still holds up. Yeah, Peanuts was one of my favorites. Uh, I I loved when they had Dennis the Menace on there. He wasn't on there often though. Garfield too. Oh yeah, I forgot about Garfield, man. But Beetle Bailey, I think it always stood out to me because you know me growing up in a military family, and the fact that he was the same rank for over a hundred years, just a buck private. Like man, this dude's never gonna get promoted, man. You know. <laughs> Those are comics for you. Nothing changes. Yeah. Garfield's right. always Garfield's always gonna hate Monday, and Charlie Brown never kicked the football. <laughs> um so yeah basically yeah they're just hanging out goslin's bedroom reading comics and eating cereal and then goslin discovers it's, it's camping season and she and freaks I, out man i she love freaks. that i love that look in her face when she gets right into honker's face and goes camping season <laughs> <laughs> it's but funny, honker but, has different feelings toward that though it, it says it sounds like fun to him mm-hmm. um but i noticed something interesting here Goslin says that every year her dad becomes like the true outdoorsman. How would she know this? Uh, okay, you you just messed it up. You got all technical there, man. You come on, <laughs> you know it's fun and all that. It builds the character. <laughs> well, if she was adopted, how would she know that Drake is like this every single year? Yeah, but th- ain't this the first time we? Like get a glimpse of her saying she hates uh camping because she she does it several times doesn't she mentions it? Yeah, I mean I'm, I most kids don't like camping. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so that's true. I don't I don't blame her. I was okay with camping as a kid. I just she didn't want to. Oh, you hated it? I was okay. I was... Yeah, I just couldn't go. Like once we went past that first night, after that I was ready to get back home, get back to my electricity and all that kind of stuff. But I didn't I was, mind fishing, I didn't mind cooking and starting fires. That stuff was fun to me a little bit. I was in Cub Scouts. I hated it. <laughs> I I hated it. And the the couple of times I've gone camping as an adult, mm-hmm. I also hated it. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, so I, just not I, for you. I have not had good experience camping and I will probably never ever do it again. Um but yeah, so I feel for Goslin in this one. So we get the start of a running gag. Yeah, you know she, where I'm going with this running gag. Yeah, she's trying to hide everything. I don't know why she picked the sofa to hide everything under. That was, that was a little strange. <laughs> but she's got this inflatable raft, which yep. figures into the entire episode. It keeps coming back. Oh yeah. And that's her undoing. 
because she hides everything under the couch. Drake sees the pull cord, yanks it, it, and then <laughs> everything bursts out from under the couch and then lands in the living room, a complete camping setup. Oh, yeah, fire, perfect. Fire, <laughs> fireplace and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, fire, not fireplace. Uh, no, what do you call it? Campfire and all, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's just hilarious because then Drake gets all excited. He's ready to go. He's like, Let, let's get it going right now. It's camp. Well, he checks the calendar first to make sure it's uh, campus season. And he's uh, he's ready to rock and roll, man. He's loading Drake. up the car. He's ready to go. Uh, Drake is the true outdoorsman. That's what he says throughout the entire show. Yeah. And, but uh, Doss, Doss comes up with a plan, though. She was like, yeah. if, if the car doesn't get packed, we don't have to go. <laughs> so, so. Drake has these backpacks, a whole pile of them, in the uh, in the garage. Why he has so many, who knows? But he keeps carrying them over to the station wagon, and she keeps bringing them back to the garage, and he doesn't notice her. Mm-hmm. And just as we're thinking, how many does he need? Drake says, how many of these things do we need? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, um, go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. He, no, it's fine. He figures it, He figures out what she's doing. Yeah. And uh, puts a stop to it. And he fills up the car, like nice and tight, gets in the car, and then she pulls on the ripcord again. Yeah, that that raft. <laughs> and the raft the raft inflates in the car, and I love Jim doing Drake's face smashed against the windshield. Mm-hmm. Like the mumbling. He's yeah. like he's like he, he's basically cursing out Goslin, but you can't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> So um so Will, one of my favorite moments in this episode is like early I like this first act because mm-hmm. I like it's just very like casual it's just like Darkwing and Goslin at odds over something mm-hmm. not even Darkwing I should call him Drake the whole show shouldn't I yeah this is uh, a Drake episode yeah if you want him as Darkwing you're gonna have a long wait um but yeah my favorite moment in this opening scene is where he starts to drive away and she has the car tied to a chain. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the chassis get ripped right out from under the car, mm-hmm. and the frame skids along the road. <laughs> it's That's like my favorite Sun Wu animation in this episode. Okay, that's a good it's, one, though. It's probably not what you're referring to, but the, no, way no. The, the way the frame bounces along the road as the chassis gets ripped out from under it is great. Mm-hmm. And then he has to rent a, a Volkswagen and chains Goslin to the passenger seat. <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's great so yeah. take it from here where are they going yeah uh, they're pulling up to the park but when they pull up to the park they notice they're the only ones coming in and everyone is flying out of there like 100 miles an hour they're 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 getting out of there man yeah people can't <laughs> get out of there fast enough <laughs> and the the park ranger who is voiced by hal rail uh hey, tells him it's a bear and Darkwing's like, so it's a bear. There's bound to be bears. We're going camping. But mm-hmm. obviously this bear is definitely a lot more of a threat than Darkwing thinks because uh, that ranger is out of there. Ranger station and all runs right down the road. Yeah. And it's he funny because when uh, Drake pulls up uh, into the camp, you notice the animals are even leaving. <laughs> yeah, they they pack their bags and they're out of there. <laughs> but there um, is there is a bear. He's watching them from up uh, up on a hill. Yeah. So yeah, then, so, um, 
So yeah, Drake uh wants to set up camp and he points his thumb out there and he tells the gods the the perfect way to set up the camp, you know, uh you got to know how to do it. Yeah. And she starts beginning to sabotage though. Yeah, well, he um he's not all that great at what he's doing. No. Nah. For for the true outdoorsman, Drake yeah, he's a little incompetent. He can't get the um he can't get the tent stakes into the ground. Actually, the mallet he's using bounces up the stake and hits him right in the face. And he shatters and, into little pieces. <laughs> yeah, he shatters. Then he uses a jackhammer. No, she used up, the jackhammer, didn't she? Well, he takes it away from yeah. her, doesn't he? And he mm-hmm. digs himself a hole in the ground. Mm-hmm. And then instead of using the stakes, he ties the tent to a rock and a sapling. Yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, and um, it works until Goslin kind of twangs at the... Uh, the string and the whole tent falls apart yeah and then uh he, he sends her to go get firewood <laughs> he tells her to chop some firewood and she runs off and he's like maybe that wasn't such a good idea <laughs> so he has her pick up twigs and as she's picking up the twigs she doesn't notice the bear is right behind her yeah and this is one this is a big bear man he's huge this is a i love the bear design he has a name, but they haven't got to that yet, though. Yeah. Like, this is a monster of a bear. Mm-hmm. Like, they've done bears in other Disney afternoon shows, but a lot of the time they just, like, go to Humphrey the Bear. Mm-hmm. Like, you know Humphrey the Bear, right? Yeah. Yeah, like, he was on Rescue Rangers. He was on Goof Troop. But this bear, like I said, this bear's a monster. But he just keeps missing her. Yep. He swings at her. His claw gets stuck in the tree. He falls into the river. And Goslin has no idea what's going on. <laughs> and Gosselin said there must be some new definition of fun that she doesn't know about. Yeah. And then uh she gets back to the camp. Right. And it's time to have some dinner. Yep, we get dehydrated food. <laughs> yep, which seems nice until um the steak deflates when she sticks a fork in it. Yeah. So what, much what, that. what was it? It was a steak, an egg, and what, corn. what was the third corn? That's right. No, it was mashed potatoes with butter in it. Oh, it was mashed potato. Yes, I thought it was an it, egg. Okay. It looks like eggs. You're right, but you you wouldn't serve eggs with steak and corn. Okay. But um, yeah. So they can't eat. So Drake pulls out the marshmallows. Mm-hmm. And what does Goslin do with the marshmallow? Oh, uh, the tent catches on fire. Yeah, I do love that. Um, the marshmallow's on fire, and Goslin's like, "We're hit, Captain. We're going down. Oh, the <laughs> humanity." <laughs> and yeah, he snatches it from her, and the burning marshmallow sets the tent on fire. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no more tent. Yep, and then they they call it a night. Yeah, they go to sleep in a little pup tent. Yep, but what happens though in the little pup tent? <laughs> she inflates her <laughs> quote unquote air mattress. <laughs> and the raft comes it's up. The again. raft. <laughs> I love. It's such a great running gag. This raft. And, uh, and this this scene ended with the bear though. Bears watching them. Yeah, he's watching them with the moon in the background, man. Yeah, this is the end of Act One, basically. Mm-hmm. I love this entire act. Like I said, this is like a, the most sitcom-y Darkwing Duck ever gets. Yeah. But um, right. the bear, the bear makes an appearance finally, and they they see him. Yeah. So Drake wants to fight him. Yep, because of course he's not just a true outdoorsman. He's Darkwing Duck. He doesn't turn. <laughs> he doesn't turn. He doesn't put on the costume, but he tries to do some karate, and this bear is tough. Much oh, yeah. tougher than he. Much tougher than he thought. And the bear tries to suffocate him by giving him a bear hug. <laughs> the good old wrestling bear hug move, huh? <laughs> More great acting from Jim trying to talk as he's being suffocated. 
Yeah. So Goslin comes in with a shovel. Oh man, she smacked him hard too. Like clang right in the face, and the bear's head starts spinning. <laughs> so you know something's not quite right with this bear. Yeah, not yet though. But you you can kind of pick up there's there's something going on here. <laughs> and and just when things look their worst, our the favorite mother, neighbors show up. The motherfuckers are moving. The motherfuckers are moving. They show up. <laughs> they they show up. They smack right in the bear who bounces right down the hill. <laughs> and so uh, this, this scene of the Muddlefoot suddenly showing up in their big RV, it so reminds me of the Goofy movie when Pete showed up the same way in his RV. Oh yeah. Remember, it's like kind of the same thing. Yeah, that is true. He said they didn't have all the super gadgets and stuff though. But yeah, no, it but, does. Yeah, I get. I, I get the metaphor here. I do get it. Yeah, it's very similar. Yeah. Um. And even Pete was also Jim Cummings' character, too. So he even got Jim. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they all sh- the Muddlefords all show up, and Herb's excited to be there, and Binky is, too. And Honker Tank- is. But Tank's Tank not. Ain't. He's not no. happy at all. <laughs> and he takes he, he's ready to take it out on Drake. I yeah. hear I have you to thank for this trip. <laughs> yeah, and then Herb uh, picks the campsite just like the way Drake does. Well, Herb's not wrong. If Drake likes the campsite, you know, it's a good campsite. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, Herb drove over the tent. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, they, Drake and Gosling decide to go fishing. Yeah. You they know, take that. They take that raft. They take <laughs> that raft. And they're going fishing, and it's just like you know, more more jokes about going camping. Drake gets his head stuck in a fish, but they're being watched. Not by not just by the bear. We got still be. Is it Steelbeak? I see a hand. I hear Rob Paulson's voice, but I don't know. If I was watching this for the first time, I wouldn't know who it was. Either way, we know who it is, and it's 15 minutes into the episode already. 15 minutes, man. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Remember when we watched Easy Come, Easy Grows, and we said it took forever for Bushroot to show up? Yeah. Well, this one tops it. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's like we see – we know it's Steelbeak. Obviously, don't beat around the bush. We know it's Steelbeak. But he, you just see his hand. He, he talks to the bear. The bear's name is Bruno. And the bear basically is supposed to be scaring campers away. We mm-hmm. don't know why yet. And he hits the bear in the face with another shovel. <laughs> I, I love the sound effect when he hits him with the shovel. Just the bong. Um, but, yeah, so they go, they're, they're fishing, and uh, the bear falls into the water. All the fish fall into the raft. Yeah, it looks right like Goslin catches them. <laughs> right, right after Goslin says she would use a candy bar as bait. And all the fish fall into the raft. So they bring it back to the campsite. They have a fish fry. And uh, Drake is just mad. He just, yeah. he just, He's aggravated. He does not want the Muddlefoots there. Yeah, because they're not roughing it to his style. you know. No, did you see the chandelier hanging from the tree? Man, they had the TV. They had uh, the tablecloth. They had uh, they had the candles and everything for like a candlelight dinner. And <laughs> yeah, Drake mentioned they brought a microwave. Yeah, oh, yeah. They, he mentioned it, but I didn't see it, though. No, Was I didn't it? see it either. Okay. Um, and, of course, the TV. You know, it's it's only a portable, Binky says. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, no, Drake is just really mad. He gets up and he goes, they should be, like, foraging off the land, eating nuts and berries and dirt and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so he drags Goslin off to go rough it. Mm-hmm. And Tank eats all of Goslin's fish. Yeah, he tore that fish up, too, man. No, Tank's, um, Tank's an animal, man. <laughs> so Drake's out in the woods uh, showing Goslin how he can you can eat certain plants and my favorite line in the episode Goslin goes 
ladies and gentlemen, my dad, the mutant cow. <laughs> so yeah, she, God, she goes. She goes run, walking into the running off in the woods, doesn't she? Yeah, she's done because Drake's making a fool of himself right now, and she's 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 had it. And so she wanders off into the woods and bumps into some Eggmen. Yeah, two of them. Now three of them. Oh, was it three? Okay. All three sizes: short, medium, <laughs> and huge. Short, medium, and swole, basically. Yeah. And uh, backs into our favorite rooster. They finally show him complete. At 17 and a half minutes. Nice to see you, Steelbeak. Yep. Yep. This is the latest any villain is ever going to show up in an episode. Now, Mike, I'm going to pause you just for a second. Did they play the, the Steelbeak jazz theme song? I, I don't remember hearing it on this episode. I don't think it plays in this one. Okay. So this is the first time they don't do it. No, I didn't. don't remember hearing it at all. Okay. And so um, Steelbeak captures Goslin, and he reveals his plan. Will, remember, remember what the plan is? What's Fowl's plan? Go ahead, man. It, what, <laughs> I don't remember the exact words he said, but uh, they okay. were like, go ahead. No I problem. Was, it's, it's all right. Um, they're, they're cutting down trees, hollowing them out, and sticking nuclear missiles in the trees so nobody can suspect what they're doing. Okay, see, I thought you were going to say, like, the exact words how he was going to say it. No, no, I don't okay. remember all of that. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, he got the, yeah, he was hiding the nuclear missiles under the tree. Like, he was taking over the whole forest. I think that's why everybody, that that pretty much reveals why the bear is scaring everybody out of there. Yeah, and Goslin's words come back to haunt her when Steelbeak says that he hates nature. Fresh air <laughs> makes him gag. He even kills a little butterfly with a... Uh, Bug that spray. little spray can? Yeah, I yeah, saw that. The poor bug. <laughs> and he ties up Goslin, puts her on a stake, and sticks her over a hot geyser. Yeah. Because, you know, you're not, a, you're not a camping cartoon if you don't have some sort of hot geyser. Every cartoon does that. The, uh, the Donald Duck cartoon I mentioned has one of those, too. So, you know, maybe Tad was thinking of that when he came up with the, the geyser. And finally, Drake, Drake notices, notices Goslin. He's got a eucalyptus twig, and he's cleaning out his earwax with it, and it's going in one side of his head and out the other. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is gross. Uh, he notices she's not there, so it's Darkwing Duck time. Yeah, he well, he spots Steelbeak. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He oh, he looks. He looks in the uh, the binoculars. The binoculars. Yeah. He's like, let's see, trees, bear, Steelbeak, Goslin, nuclear missiles, more trees. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, we uh, are 20 minutes. We are almost. 20. We're like 20? a couple seconds uh, from 20 minutes. Couple seconds yeah. from 20 minutes. But it's still. This is a. How long is the show? 22 minutes. Yeah, 22 minutes. 20 minutes to get Darkwing Duck, and I'm not really complaining because I like this episode. It's mm -hmm. not one of my favorites, but I think all that Drake and Goslin stuff is a lot of fun, and it builds on their relationship. I actually like the first two acts more than the last act, yeah. personally. I, I, If the whole thing was just Drake and Goslin in the woods and there was no Steelbeak and there was no conflict, I would not have a single negative thing to say. I'm throwing it out there right now. But Darkwing has to be on the show, so here he is, and he gets his entrance, which I do like. He goes, mm -hmm. I am the pustulant blister that burst in your boot. And the Eggmen are grossed out by it. They're like, ew. Yeah, still, still Beak is, uh, he's frustrated. Like, oh my God, he's always popping up, you know? He goes, oh no, not here. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Darkwing's sick of this bear. 
And uh, he goes, I hate to do this to a semi-endangered species. And he burns off all the bear's fur. Like, he is prepared to kill a living creature. Yeah. Like, that's but, pretty hardcore. Yeah, and this is where it's finally revealed it's not a real bear. No, and I think we all saw that coming. Yeah. It's a robot. Mm-hmm. And uh, the robot smashes Darkwing, turns him into an accordion. And uh, we get a gag where Darkwing can hear his voice in the robot's throat. <laughs> and so it's up to Goslin to save the day. Yep, she uh, she she burns still beat. She gives him a hot foot. <laughs> I like I like Rob Paulson's performance as uh, Steel Beak is yelling and jumping up and down in the air after she burns his foot. And then the the climax of this running gag, along comes the inflatable raft again. <laughs> I love it. It's just like they're so good with running gags on this show. They like they're so smart with it. The writing is so terrific. And I'm say, and I don't say say that because Tad wrote this one. <laughs> and she inflates the rubber raft under the under the bear who falls into the geyser, and then Darkwing does his double flip web kick. Yeah, he's been waiting the, for it. He was waiting to do that for like a whole minute. <laughs> I think this is the first time he mentions it. I know mm-hmm. he does it again. Yeah. He kicks the Eggman. They crash into Steelbeak. Everybody ends up in the geyser, and pow, off they go. Yep. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, the villains are gone. And Darkwing saves the day and the true outdoors person. Yeah, Gosling goes, true outdoors person. At this point, she's all decked out in camping gear and a fishing pole. And uh, I, we forgot to mention that when Darkwing gets knocked out, she wakes him up with uh, leaves that are like smelling salts. Yeah. And we get this little, this cute little moment where Darkwing realizes that she was paying attention to all of his lectures, mm-hmm. which is sweet. Yeah, because she saved him also from the bear with the, the fishing pole. Yeah, so Gosling... Gosling learned, you know, it's it's a nice ending. You mm-hmm. know, it's it's cute. I like this episode, Well, I don't think it's as bad as... I've heard people give this one a bad rep. Really? I have. I, okay, yeah, I didn't know it, it was hated no. or anything. I I, it's... I wouldn't say hated, but I've, I've heard this one get some negative attention for, like I said, not being much of a Darkwing episode, being more like a Goof Troop show. I don't see it. I think this one's a lot of fun. I mean, to me, you got to change it up. You can't do 91 episodes. They're all the same, you know, and some are going to hit, some are going to miss. This one hit to me, man. Right. I mean, the last episode we did, he was darkening the whole way through and Goslin wasn't even in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Launchpad's so, not in this one, though. Nope. The second episode with no Launchpad. And I, and I said back when we did Paradox, I like it when he's not always there. Because it gives Darkwing and Goslin a chance to connect just mm-hmm. the two of them without Launchpad there to be their buffer. Yeah. You know, what I like that. And um, this episode would not, I don't think, be as strong if he was in the, he was in the episode. Because mm-hmm. you need it to just be the two of them. Yeah. So I, I like it. Well, what would you rate this episode? Uh, I'm going to go three. I'm gonna give it three gas gun canisters. It's it, it's fun. It's solid. It got the 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 raft joke that just keeps popping up, makes it funny. You know, honkers here and there to help a little bit. Um, the muddlefoots bring um, some humor to it. You know, halfway through, all the camping uh, jokes in the first yeah. act with the st- the tent stakes and the marshmallows and the the burning tents, all of that stuff too. Yeah, um, you know and. We didn't really need Steelbeak and, and Darkwing in this episode, but you know because of the title, you gotta have the supervillain, and then you gotta have Darkwing, of course. But you know, I, I like it; it's fun. Yeah, 
I mean, one thing that Tad did say when he uh, when I when I talked to him, he thinks it's possible that all the visual gags in this episode took more time to play out than they usually would, and that's why the episode was so unbalanced. Mm-hmm. But that's why I love the episode, just all those visual gags, you know. Now, I forgot to mention the the scene that I liked um, with the animation was the scene the scene when they first started fishing and like uh, before they show them fishing. You could see the sun hitting the uh, the water, and it was like between the two mountains, and then the bear was like at the end of the woods, you know, like mm. the shoreline. Yeah, I thought right. that was a beautiful shot, man. This episode always has great backgrounds and layouts. Even mm-hmm. if the animation of the characters themselves are not always perfect, the Darkwing Duck is fun to look at. Yeah. You know? So, so how many gas gun canisters are you going to give this one, Mike? I'm going to give it three as well. Okay. I think it's just a great episode just to watch Drake and Goslin play off each other. Okay. You know, that's, I think that's the most important thing about this episode. Like I said, if it was just the two of them and no Steelbeak, I would I would have been perfectly happy. This, <laughs> this is, you know, like, Steelbeak, you know, this isn't one of his better shows. No. Like, honestly, he just comes in late, doesn't do much, you know, and it's just, you see the, you see the limitations with Steelbeak. Mm-hmm. You know, we, this is the third Steelbeak show, and already he's kind of thrown off as a nothing villain. Like they wouldn't have done this to Negaduck or Quackerjack or ne- or Megavolt, obviously not. Okay, but, uh, are, are, no are well. we gonna are we gonna rate uh, Bruno or no? Let's rate Bruno. Why not? Okay, um, I'll, I'll give him a two. Okay, I want to give him a three, only because, like I said, he's a cool design. Yeah, and he and he's threatening, and I love the reveal that he was a robot. Mm-hmm. Adds a little bit more to him. You know, so I'm three. I want to give Bruno a three. He's a cool bear. Okay. Yeah, Bruno was he was solid to me. He, you know, two. He's not much. He's just a a threat. You know, scaring people off. Uh, but he's not a bad threat. You know. No, not at all. He's. It was cool. I mean, the Eggmen were in it, but they didn't really do anything. They didn't even talk. Yeah. And um. So yeah, fun episode. Fun episode. I like it. Okay. I think so... I like it. I think I like it more as an adult than it is as a kid. Okay. I will say that. There are Darkwing episodes I loved when I was a kid that I don't love as much now, but there are plenty that I would never watch as a kid that I absolutely love now. This is definitely one of them. Okay. So, Mike, uh, what episode we got next, man? I'm excited for the next episode, Will, because we're back to Saturday morning. Uh-huh. Finally. We're getting Fungus Among Us. Morgana! Like, yes, Mac- Morgana is finally here. The McCovers, yes. Yes. And on top of that, we're back with Disney Australia. Oh. And it'll be the um, the first Saturday morning episode we're reviewing that we can watch on Disney+. And this one really needed a better quality copy after all these years. And I'll talk all about that when we review it. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. Definitely very excited. Oh, yeah. Me too, man. I, I, you know I'm a Morgana fan. She's not my favorite, but she's up there for me, man. Yeah, this this is this is one of the all-time greats coming up. Okay. All right. So, uh, Mike, man, you want to tell the people where they can listen to us at? Oh, yeah. We are the uh, St. Canard Files, the Darkwing Duck podcast, of course. Um, you can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Apple Devices, over on YouTube, Pocket Cast, and Radio Public. Got them all. Mm-hmm. And um, you can find me on Facebook, Mike Russo. Where can they find you? I'm Will Santana. I'm also on Facebook. Uh, we also have an Instagram page, y'all. Um, also, my, I want to give a shout out this week to Reed Murphy, man. He's been uh, very active on our page. Great. So sh- yeah, so shout out to Reed. 
And uh, Bruno's getting a character of the week. So look oh. for that. Oh, okay. Well, I have to. There's no other characters to do in this episode. We've done them. We've done all of them. So, um, so yeah, that's Bearskin Thug. That's this episode. All right. So, Mike, man, uh, I guess I can't wait for this Fungus Among Us episode, man. I, I love that episode, dude. Me too. And to all of our listeners, I hope you guys had a great 2019. Mm-hmm. I hope nothing but great things for everybody listening and for Darkwing Duck 2, of course. And um, everybody have a really happy new year. Yeah, y'all have a happy new year and stay dangerous. Have a good night. Good night, y'all.